What's the maple tea? What's the maple tea? What's the maple tea? What's the maple tea? With Rowena Wang and Miss Tiffany, they're going to spill the tea. God bless our queens. May their panties stay tight. What's the maple tea? What's the maple tea? With Rowena Way and Tiffany. <laughs> oh my goodness, girl. It's What's the Maple Tea? I know. I know. Look at this. We have stars in our midst. Stars in our midst. Stars in our midst. Straight from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, we have Candy Muse. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sitting alone in the VIP, sitting alone in the 613. And we have straight from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, we have got Mick. Oh my God, Gorge. 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 (laughs) Do you like the hair pulled back? Oh my God, you look sexy with your hair pulled back. (laughs) Oh my God, you're so gorge. So gorgeous. I've never seen this wig on you before. Where is this wig from? Uh, this wig is is given to me from um, uh, Miss Peaches. Miss Peaches. That was nice of her to give you her, your hand-me-downs to you. <laughs> it was kind of a hand-me-down. <laughs> but Anyways, for all those listeners out there, my name is Rowena Way. Yeah, exactly. We I am not Candy Muse. That is not Got Mick. She is Browing Away. My name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. Drag and you're listening to What's the Maple Tea? You're the live Maple broadcast Tea. podcast where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race, Kingston Drag, and everything. Anything. What, what, Nothing. Whatever's on our mind. Whatever's on our mind. We really don't talk about anything, though, do we? Not really. <laughs> of importance? Nothing <laughs> like of importance. Vac- like vaccine rollouts or anything like that? No. Well, I mean, we're not in charge of everything. I'm pretty sure if we were charging every of everything, we would be doing a better, worse, better, worse <laughs> job. I don't know. I can't make that decision. Uh. Well, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> That's okay. I don't know That's where okay. To go with that. So this is the weekly live broadcast podcast. We broadcast this live that is now available on streaming services everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify. Tune in. So you can listen to us talk about nothing every week, wherever exactly. you are. <laughs> Listen to us where yeah, from the comfort of your your car or your bathtub as you're taking that toaster and plugging it in and dropping it into the bathtub. Whatever you're doing, just you know, casually listen to us. Your bedroom uh, you want to. Your hookups bedroom. Yeah, you know what? 
I think listening to our podcast is kind of like, you know, an aphrodisiac or something for when you're getting it on with someone. It's just like dark chocolate or oysters or powdered Ryan rhino horn. (laughs) The rhino horn. Rowena, I do want to take a moment before we even get into Drag Race, because mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race and all that kind of stuff. You had a, um, a St. Paddy's Day event. I did. I had a very successful St. Paddy's Day event on Wednesday. Um, I celebrated the anniversary of a very special, famous person in Kingston, the 21-year-old girl from last St. Patrick's Day, who is not afraid of COVID because she takes supplements and self-medicates. That could be anyone that I know. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, no, I had a fantastic event. We uh, we played games. I did drag numbers. People gave me money. It was great. I loved it. Awesome. I also want to give a shout out to Lilith Kane. Uh, it was her birthday this last week. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Lilith. The last episode of What's the Maple Tea was basically just people wishing happy birthday to you the entire time. Uh, <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you for that. Give me all yes. the well wishes and stuff like that. Yay. Yay. So this week, we are here to talk about, and the reason that we're in makeup that's not our own. The most recent episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, The Doppelgangers. Yeah, what was it called? It was Freaky Fridays. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday Queens. Wait, am I Lindsay Lohan or am I Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh. Um, yeah, well, just from your age, I would say you're Lindsay Lohan, but. Am I Lindsay Lohan pre-meltdown or post-meltdown? Pre-meltdown, for sure. Oh, so I've still got some ways to go. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to the nightclubs and partying all night long and then getting... Well, not right now, I'm not. Yeah. I I would be if I could be. It's exhaustion. It has nothing to do with her lifestyle. She's exhausted. (laughs) Exhausted. So tired. So tired. So tired. So tired. But yeah, so it was Freaky Fridays. It was Freaky Friday. In this most recent episode, the queens were challenged with having to put their partner in their own drag, but also to embody their partner's drag performance, personality. I mean, this was one hell of a challenge. Yeah. Don't you just love how I keep combing my hair? I mean, uh, it's definitely something that's happening, and it's not improving things. Uh, well, so freak, yeah, so Freaky Friday. So every uh, season, there's a makeover challenge. Yes, every season there's a makeover challenge, and this season, because of all of the restrictions, they couldn't bring in their family members. They couldn't bring in random Rainbow Railroad refugees they couldn't bring in all of these people because they might infect the queens and then send them home early <laughs> exactly. sometimes i wish Shows a couple of canceled. them would go home Shows early canceled 
should have should have screened those contestants a little bit earlier. Should have screened um, them earlier. Oh my goodness sakes! But yeah, so they were paired off with each other. Um, I'm just gonna go in. Sorry, I'm just gonna do a little technical thing. Keep talking, Berwina. Okay. Um, well, so just a reminder to everyone, because we are a live broadcast, you can comment on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, and we can talk to you while we're doing this podcast. And then you will be forever cemented in What's the Maple Tea history uh, online. So do with that as you will. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> just trying to figure out the chat. Uh, well, chat I can tell there. you who the challenge pairs were if you would really like me to. Uh, well, well, I have that up here too. But let's, yeah, let's talk about that. So, what, what, what well, was the, so uh, the before that even starts? We're missing something. Yep. Do you remember the uh, the psychic? Ooh, yes. No, I'm Char not talking about your prediction Margolis. from last week. Char Margolis. Char Margolis. Margolis? Sorry. Margolis. <laughs> yes. I thought it was the, Margolis, uh, but... The psychic to the stars. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Tiffany's in a crystal ball right now. <laughs> it, uh, it was interesting. So they were trying... So I didn't really understand what the whole... Because it was really camp. It was really camp. Like, there was a cut to, and... You know, RuPaul's like, oh, conjuring the spirits, and then poof, all the performers are on stage with Char. Um, but she she was determining who was going to be connected to her. Yes. So she was... <laughs> she determined who was going to be paired off with who uh, in this episode. <laughs> Rowena's having some technical issues, aka cohabitation, aka um, do, do, does someone's going to have a talking to probably after this episode. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Uh, oh, your future holds drag. I can see the future. Ah, thank you, Ian, for that comment. I. I mean, I can see drag in my future as well. In fact, I have a couple drag shows coming up if, uh, you know, Miss COVID doesn't tear them back down. <laughs> I'm loving your makeup, by the way. It really does look like got Meg. Thank you. I actually, I messed up a couple times and I had to reproportionize, proportionize my face, but it turned out pretty good and I'm pretty happy with it. So Shark, um, Shark Margolis. Um, basically told them nothing. <laughs> Although did predict that Utica has a cow. Oh my God. I, you gotta I know those things. It, it really is just fun, right? You know, they're just having some fun. She's an intuitive medium. Well, I can intuitively tell you that that was bullshit. Do you, do you know someone their first it starts with a c it starts with a c cow is it cow oh is it okay. cow? <laughs> i will say i do there's a comment here that says denali and rose are in love and i called that from like episode two from first they met um denali and rose are totally going to be like bugsum brothers in the future 
Bosom bro oh bosom brothers. What did I say? Bosom buddies? Bosom, bosom buddies. buddies. Bosom brothers. I don't know. I'm not down Who with the old school me? lingo. I'm not down with the old school lingo. <laughs> Who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you that truth? I, I don't know what's happening right now. Well, I'm I'm singing because I I am not a singer, but I like to sing. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there, there are some people out there who think that I'm completely delusional. And well, you are I'm, completely delusional. Well, I am. I am. But yeah. I do realize that I'm not like, you know, Mariah Carey. I'm no Mariah Carey. I just like Well, to neither sing. is Mimosa, but I mean, maybe delusion just runs in your family. <laughs> Little known fact. Guess what? You're connected now, too. <laughs> I am now connected. Mm, shit. Yeah. Um, so after the not-so-psychic reading, um, we had all the queens paired up so that they could do a makeover challenge on each other. So starting from biggest to smallest, Tina and Rosé. Yeah, Tina Burner and Rosé. They both yeah. are New Yorkers, and they both, like, basically said they've never worked with each other? They don't really hang out or anything like that, something like that. I can see that, given their personalities don't really mesh. And even though they said at the end that they learned a lot from each other, I could tell that they were just not having it. They really what? just weren't having it. I thought that was genuine. I thought that was genuine, that they were making, like, getting sisterhood, sisterhood. I mean, you know how you can like awkwardly make fun of people? And that's like a mechanism for like, I can't really be friendly. So I'm going to like awkwardly make fun of you and it'll make me seem like I like you, even though you don't really like the person. And it's just a coping mechanism. Well, that's like every drag show <laughs> where you're meeting people for the first time, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, oh my gosh. Anyway, I don't know how the, you work the chat bots for those who are watching us live right now on Facebook and Twitch and YouTube. It's broken. It's broken. But yeah, so, but <laughs> when they did their makeup, it was really, they they were kind of reading each other in the one-on-ones there a bit. They're like, yes. oh, so so Tina Burner shows a smoky eye. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, when your drag name is Tina Burner and your signature colors are flames, a smoky eye is really all you can do. Either that or you're just going to look ashy. Oh, oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, the next pairing was Olivia Lux and Denali. Yes. And I expected um, big things from this pair. And I did not get big things from this pair. Yes, it was. I'm trying not to foreshadow. Yeah, let's not foreshadow. Let's not foreshadow. It was a bit disappointing, yes. But they seem to connect, like, on a, on a personal level fairly well. They, they connected very well. I think that they get along. They both seem like very nice people. Olivia, definitely. So... Part of this challenge was uh, RuPaul at the end started asking how people, what they learned from their, you know, uh, bosom buddy connection sort of thing, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember what Olivia Lux and Denali said. Like, was it? Um, they said that they bonded over their mothers and their influence of strong women on their drag. And I think that's lovely. Um, every drag queen should be inspired by a strong woman because we are all, you know, imitating strong-ish women. Well, yes, I, I, I think most drag queens have some sort of strong female figure in their background because yeah. you kind of need it. <laughs> Either that or they don't have a strong female figure in their background and they're trying to become the strong female figure that they never had. Well, we'll have. Well, I'm getting like, deep here. Some sort, of, as some sort of gender studies student. I'm sure. <laughs> where's Mimiosa when I need Mimi. her? Mimi. Uh, Mimi. So Ian's, Ian's shared here um, half of that pairing. So Olivia Lux and Denali. Denali painted Olivia was the best of the episode, in my opinion. Olivia really looked like Denali from the first episode. When Denali came out in that ice skater outfit with the braid and the skates on, Olivia looked exactly like that. And I do think that Denali got a little bit shortchanged this week, um, given Olivia's painting of Denali. However, it was a team challenge. You had to make the other one into you and you had to become the other person. So I do agree with what happened. Well, let's continue going on through the pairings. So So, Simone and Utica. Simone and Utica Queen. Yeah, like you were- I am wearing an outfit inspired by Utica tonight. Oh, are you? Yes, it's a single layer of fabric that, uh, restricts my movement in weird ways and it's also so ugly it's gorgeous i love it i refuse to get rid of it even though i've been told by every single person who's ever seen it to throw it in the trash (laughs) oh okay there we go we're getting commentary, commentary. We're getting commentary, yes. And not in the comments. I'm going to ignore that comment. <laughs> <laughs> we can't respond to it unless it's in the comments section. Come on. <laughs> yes, this is true. Uh, so, uh, uh, oh, Simon and Utica. Uh, oh, my goodness. Sakes. I, uh, like, all, I... That pairing, that pairing, because you knew that Utica was was a little bit uncomfortable, as as a lot of us white people are, <laughs> you know. I think um, that saying white people are uncomfortable is probably the overstatement of <laughs> the evening. Um, compared to most people, I think white people are fairly comfortable, Tiffany. Um, what? Oh, okay. I mean, anyways, anyways, <laughs> um, what you're trying well, okay. to say is that Utica was uncomfortable trying to imitate a uh, a person of color. Yes, yes. Yes. I, yes, sorry. I may have overgeneralized that, you know, white people are uncomfortable. A lot of this, uh, everything is just an ongoing kind of process, right? Of trying to... Mm-hmm 
find that way of how to um I don't know where I'm going with that but <laughs> I don't know where you're going with it either but Utica clearly had some trouble this week um she had some trouble embracing Simone's style and embracing Simone's drag because Simone's drag is very politicized uh, it's very much about representing who she is which it should but who Simone is is a strong black woman and Utica did not necessarily feel comfortable representing that in her drag this week. Yes, yes, yes. I, and it's okay to feel uncomfortable. It's okay to feel uncomfortable, but to, to ask. And, and, and that's kind of what happened, right? She was able mm -hmm. to, to open up and talk about that. I think that's the, that's the important thing. Well, and I think that so. Rue stayed, said it best that as long as it comes from a place of love, then there's no problem. And Utica is just, she was given the okay by Simone to represent this drag and to give this meaning to her drag for the day. And I loved what they created. I thought that their group, I completely agreed, um, transformed the best, both in makeup, and also in just physical expression of the other person. When they were doing that runway walk section and Simone was teaching Utica how to be the strong, powerful, ebony enchantress, and Utica was teaching Simone to be the, the quirky, weird, expressive yeah. artistic, I thought that was beautiful. Well, and and that's that's probably why. Um, wait, I don't even remember who won. It was them, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. What's <laughs> going on? What's going on in there tonight, Tiff? I don't know what's going on. I think I'm just not used to. I have these earbuds in, and I'm just not used to it. I was so gonna like, say, is it because you're embodying Candy Muse? <laughs> I have no idea. Sitting alone in the VIP. I mean, um, you're clearly alone somewhere. Your mind is off in space, so. Well, well, I, I I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little paranoid that I didn't uh, speak myself, uh, speak, uh, speak well, really, because I wasn't really, I, I didn't have any script or anything like that, and, and, and I, I, I apologize if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to like you know, put white people in a, in a little, in a little spot or anything like that. But, you know, like. It came from a place of love. It came well, from it, a place it, of love. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. And, and, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a progress. It's a process. It's a, we're moving forward, you know? Um, and, and it yeah. was nice. It was really nice to see that connection that uh, Simone had uh, and you had had there. So. It was, it definitely was. Um, so then the last pairing was Candy Muse and Got Mick. <laughs> See what we did there? Oh my goodness, look at that. <laughs> gorge, it's gorge. Gorge, <laughs> I'ma fuck you up. <laughs> uh, so, Gottmik and Candy definitely had the most difficult time of all of them. Although I would argue that 
Rosé and Tina trying to paint each other's faces on very different bone structures, it's probably more difficult um, than having to take in a couple outfits. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because... Because uh, oh, they... Yeah, I mean, got Mick. Petite, petite got Mick. God Mick is petite and Candy is a little larger, but both of them know how to sew. So it shouldn't be that difficult for them to quickly do a little revamp of their outfits, especially when they have a full day to do it. Two days? Two days. So, but when you think about the other contestants, they still have a leg up compared to them, right? Because then they have to take an entire day uh, building onto an outfit, cinching Mm -hmm. an outfit versus focusing on trying to, as I'm holding my <laughs> focusing on trying to embody the characters, right? This is true. Like they were, it wasn't just a, 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 the look and the makeup. They were trying to also embody them. The Hence the Freaky Friday, the switching places sort of thing, right? Physical embodiment of another person. They weren't in other Body previous, snatching. Uh, body snatching. In other previous makeup challenges, they were supposed to be like in the house of like Lux, in the house of Candy Muse. But this, they were trying to go for exact. Well, as I showed last week, I could embody you if I wanted to. <laughs> what? Hey, sweet peas! Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. There we go. We almost considered doing each other's makeup tonight and then realized that we're still in a pandemic and that's difficult. And we don't have any references because we don't actually follow each other on Instagram. And one of us works till five o'clock. So, yeah. This is true. This is true. And then has to set up the micro, you know, all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They all had to walk the run, walk the runway. And uh, who was your favorite? Who had your favorite outfit? It's my question. I will answer that in a second. So uh, <laughs> Ian's commented though that Gottmik and Candy were best friends ahead of time, so they already knew each other. So yeah, that that's probably that's a good point. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. My favorite outfit. Oh. I so there was that one, there was that one. No, it would have had to have been Utica's outfit on Simone. Like Simone, yeah, the skin that. and muscle, and yeah, because it was it was the conceptual art where she's pulling the skin mm-hmm. off, and then you can see the sinews and the muscles. And there was something, and it was just the that hair and and that the pink oh, yeah. and brown and green dreadlocks were such an interesting choice and it was fascinating just to watch Simone walk down the runway as Utica in that outfit. It was mesmerizing. And, and and it was really nice to see Utica uh, embodying Simone, right? It was. She... So Utica wore an outfit inspired by Black American Princess. And it was leopard print and everything, and I loved it. Well, I was going to talk about her embodying her, like, her movements and stuff, right? Because Utica is known to, like, do some, you know, 
kind of like me where you're you're walking around and then you'll do something funny or something like that with your mm-hmm. gestures with hands or gesture like you know posture or something like that but she embodied Simone like the elegance the like yes. drama the like you know I own everything sort of thing everything beautiful which was new for me to see Utica do, right? Because she's always been doing the funny stuff every single runway. Even when she does glamour, she always brings in a little bit of quirkiness and she's definitely been read for it before by the judges. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, you don't always have to be funny. And this time Mm -hmm. we saw her not so funny. So that was was really, really great. So other than Simone and Utica, I thought that Mick's portrayal, sorry, um, Candy as Mick was fantastic. Um, I love the look. I love the look. I love the outfit. Um, Mick is a fantastic makeup artist and has a signature face, as we can see tonight. Um, And Candy portrayed that really well. Oh, you know what? I... I am uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to do Candy Suits is I'm at the beginning of the season. I didn't like Candy, but she's mm-hmm. I I've turned into a Candy fan. Like I'm I first I don't know where along this line this journey that now I'm like yeah Candy yeah Candy. Actually, well it's I could have predicted I could have predicted a long time ago Tiff that you liked Candy. <laughs> I like Andy. <laughs> yes, I think that's the best Candy has ever looked. Um, I don't think that Candy's makeup is bad, though, as we have a comment here. Um, I think that Candy's makeup is perfect for Candy's face, but it's often very subtle. She tries to paint like a woman and not like a drag woman. Um, but I, I, uh, I do. Candy has been growing on me. She's still my least favorite of everyone who is left. Well, let me just say that yes, everyone who's left, we, we, I, there's all that. I've, I've built like a rapport with them, or well, not a rapport, but I like them all. I, I don't want any of them to go. Um, even Tina Burner, like. <laughs> just to clarify. Tiffany, reviewing them does not make them your best friends. I don't think you've built a rapport with any of them yet. I Yeah, I used the wrong word for that. This, why do we do this on Friday evenings? I am so dead after a work week. I honestly, I don't know what our decision was. Um, <laughs> we wanted to do it be- Why do we do it immediately before the next episode is news to me, but... It's a thing now. People, people wanted, people wanted a recap, and that's what we do. We do give you that recap right now, so you know, remember what happened. Yes, God, oh, honey bunches, mmm, gorge. <laughs> um, yes, Priyanka is Tiffany's new best friend. Yes, yes, there. And I can't wait for Boa to come to Kingston. <laughs> I can't wait for Boa to come to Kingston either. Although it does look like we'll be waiting a little bit longer to get to meet Boa. Um, 
In case you all haven't heard, BOA show has been pushed back to April 24th, uh, just in light of some rising cases in Kingston, and we want to be safe and make sure everyone can have a good time. So uh, House of Torres decided to push that back a little bit. Don't worry, if you bought the ticket, your ticket's still good. So just tickets. keep hold of your ticket. Yeah, tickets are still valid. 100% still valid. Yes. And, uh, and if you haven't bought tickets and you want to come to that April 24th show, you can do that by going to uh, the Eventbrite links. Yes. And guess who else will be performing? Rowena. Who? Rowena Way's performing? Oh, I know, God. right? And maybe I want a refund. I want a refund. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be there. You're a non-paying customer. <laughs> I hit the play button. What can I say? I hit the play button. She spaces out a lot. It's <laughs> stop, start, stop, start. <laughs> it's only because I'm Priyanka's best friend that I get to do this job. Yes, Priyanka vouched for you once, and now you're permanently the person who starts and stops the music. <laughs> Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Um, Everyone has a skill. But let's talk about Candy Muse's makeup. It's interesting because I was watching the video. There are obviously videos on YouTube on how people mm-hmm. do makeup and stuff like that. And it was interesting to see that she she does quite the, quite the defined eyebrows, as you can see on my face. I, foc- yes. I focused on huge eyebrows. But they tend to be quite close to... Um, um the eyelids though too right so there's not a whole lot of kind of she uh she does a very she does a very natural um a natural spacing of her her crease to her uh eyebrows so they're almost touching if not on her crease which is um i find is a new trend with makeup often the brows are a little bit more arched but the brow will start on the crease um, and I think it's a way of making it look a little bit more natural. I personally uh, like putting about an inch of space between my crease and my brow when I do my makeup. So <laughs> very, very natural. An inch of space between the crease. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness sakes. So... It was, it was, it was a bit challenging. I was like, I want thinner eyebrows because I, I do thinner eyebrows. But um, yes. yeah. So the top two and not surprising was Simone and Utica. Yeah, and that, that the, was the whole package. That was the whole package. The whole package. However, there was some drama on that stage. Because you know it's going to happen at least once in every RuPaul's Drag Race. At least once, usually twice. Oh, sometimes twice, really? Um, Well, the part where, like, why should you win and not your sisters? Oh, is there that question normally, too? Yes, usually in the top four. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, you're right, sorry. I'm, yeah. But this was the dreaded question, who should go home and why was there an and why well i mean i'm adding the and why because because <laughs> everyone if you just say if you just say a name if i just said tiffany with no explanation you were just you would just think i was being bitchy 
Whereas if I say Tiffany because of a reason, then at least I'm being bitchy with an explanation. <laughs> I'm justifying being bitchy. Justifying my bitchiness. <laughs> Usually it's just because I am the way I am. Yeah, you know, she crusty old crotchety queen that she is. One inch, one inch separation. <laughs> so almost everybody on that stage said that Olivia should go home. So Do yeah, you agree? Rose, Rose and Tina Burner both said Olivia. Um, Utica and Utica. Simone and Mick all said Olivia. And then Candy popped off and said Olivia and Denali. Yeah. And you Olivia agree with said, Olivia? Olivia said Utica and Denali said Candy. Um, and hence why Candy then like kind of like, whoosh, no, it should be <laughs> Olivia and Denali. Um, do, sorry, what was the question? Do I agree with? Did uh, you agree that Olivia should go home? I, 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 I did feel uncomfortable with the elimination process. Um, I did feel that Olivia should have went home. I did. I did not see Denali in the bottom. I uh, but, agree. Yeah, but the apparently somewhere along the lines, the process was the both. If a pair, if one of the pair is nominated, then the whole the pair both go. And lip sync for their lives. And yes. I, I, so I, unfortunately, because of the way that they structured it, Denali and Olivia ended up in the bottom. Um, and I agree with this comment. I was literally about to say that exact same thing. Um, I believe that it should have been Olivia and Tina in the lip sync. Um, because I think that Rosé did a good job of embodying Tina, but the makeup was a little rough. Um, and I think Rosé did a really good job of putting herself on Tina. And then I also think that Denali did really well of turning Olivia into Denali. So really, I thought that Tina and Olivia should have been lip syncing. It's confusing because when I'm saying that one person was, did poorly, I have to talk about how they did their makeup on someone else and then they're <laughs> acting. It's two separate things. I'm confused. Actually, that's a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, and that could be that could have been the reason why they decided that the whole pair should be then up for elimination. It's because Rue didn't want to think that much. It's easier just to pick that pair. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they lip synced. What were they lip syncing to? Uh, they lip synced to Praise You oh by Mary God. Mary. Let me just point out let me just point. I, I did Mary Mary Praise You in my Tiffany TV program that following Saturday. I didn't even watch that episode Friday. I chose that song without knowing that that was the lip sync song. It's because you're psychic, just like uh, Char. someone Margolis. <laughs> Char. Char. Of course, her name is Char. Psychic. If you're psychic, then why are your predictions always wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They call me a shady bitch for a reason. <laughs> so Denali and Olivia ended up lip syncing to Praise You by Mary Mary, which for a gospel song, I really enjoyed. You know, the gays were so weird in the early 2000s. We were remixing all these gospel songs uh, into dance club songs. And like, you know, you're, you're here you are sweating you're you don't know where your shirt's gone to because it's fallen <laughs> off you're sweating at six o'clock in the morning at fly nightclub dancing to you know mary mary Shack fly nightclub. may she rest in peace yeah. <laughs> the gay nightclub yeah exactly <laughs> uh a lot, a lot of poor decisions were made at those clubs but it was kind of like going to church really like you know that was your that was your outlet. That was your way of, you know, commuting and connecting to, mm -hmm. uh, to things. So I, I guess that's why they remixed all those songs. There was, so, what else was there? There were, there were so many other gospel uh, artists out there that they remixed. I do not know the answer to that question. Um, what I do know is that Nolly and Olivia both did a very good lip sync. But uh, Olivia did win the lip sync. And Olivia, yeah. Olivia did win the lip sync, and Denali went home. And I can't imagine how it must feel to go home, not only just in general, because that wouldn't happen if I was on Drag Race, but to go home not even looking like yourself or being in your drag. Oh, well, you get your catchphrase. Yeah, they didn't they didn't have some fabulous gown that they left with. They didn't have like a that last photo sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you at least get your catchphrase. You get your catchphrase. And I mean, Vanjie took that opportunity and she went with it. But no, I like I don't remember what Denali said. Do you? Girl, I barely remember what I ate yesterday, let alone what someone said a week ago. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. I rewatched the episode yesterday, so I should remember, but I don't because it was forgettable. 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 So tonight, tonight's episode. Tonight's episode. I'm like, let me get my predictions going on here. Woo. Tonight's episode, uh, they are the final seven, and they have to uh, create soda or pop, depending on whether you're listening in Canada or the United States, uh, soda cans and market them yeah. in a, uh, a video. So it's like so, all the green screening and you know, you put it together sort of thing. Yes, kind of like what you're doing right now. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Just trying to stitch together. Praise Jesus, glue and hot glue. <laughs> so I think that based on the previous improv and acting challenges, that Simone and Mick will do really well. Um, and Rosé as well. So Simone, Mick, and Rosé. Honestly, are I they... think those are my top three. Simone, are... Mick, and Rosé. Simone, Mick, and Rose. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, where was I going with that? Um, so are they doing it as like themselves, or are they pairing up into groups? Do we know? just themselves? It's singles, yeah. singles night, ladies night. Okay, because because quite often with these kind of things, they're you're bouncing ideas off people, so you, you know like collaborations. Worth. So this is all going to be what's coming out of their heads individually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm I'm thinking who would win this challenge? You know what? I'm thinking Rosé would. I'm thinking Rosé would win this challenge. Yeah. Okay, well, tonight, after maple tea, crack open a bottle of Rosé and see if your prediction comes true. We'll see. We'll see if the prediction we'll comes true. And then lick those droplets off your arm. And then flick them out. Flick them out. Flick them out. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Did you want to talk about Drag Race UK? Um, should we spoil it for people? Spoiler alert! Mute it well, maybe... for the next twenty seconds. In well, if you uh, well, minute mute for the minute. If you don't want to know who won Drag Race UK, ready? Well, three, two, one. I'm so happy Lawrence Cheney won. <laughs> So I skipped to the very end only because uh, I watched a spoiler myself. Someone on TikTok actually put it on TikTok and I was like, oh, how dare you? How dare you? I and, avoided um, social media for about six hours, which was very hard for me so that I would not find out who won. Because honestly, I thought that Bimini was going to win, um, but I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. I, yeah, so for Lawrence, so I haven't watched the entire episode. I only know who won. So obviously I think there was a few things that happened during the episode, to, you know, to definitely put it into um, her court. But Lawrence Cheney, yeah, I was, I was a big, I was a big fan of Lawrence for uh, quite a few episodes. And then it's just been in the last couple episodes with her, like getting a little crotchety. That I was just mm -hmm. like put put off a bit. I was put off a bit. I think what was important to recognize is that Lawrence was consistently polished. I mean, she did not necessarily have all of the uh, the dancing or improv chops, but she was consistently polished. She knew her drag. She did her drag well. You know, and, and my observation isn't about that. Uh, my observation is that she has potential to become like a Rue girl, right? Because mm -hmm. here, um, Raven and all them were, were giving her tips on changing her makeup and and like she's learning through this. Like, like you can tell that she can take these tips and these ideas and suggestions and actually work with them. And I, I kind of see that's probably one of her uh, reasons why they, they chose her, but you know what I mean? No, but sure. <laughs> she's, she's, she's definitely uh, her own woman, but she's still moldable. We can make her into a Rue girl. <laughs> oh, well, see, that's, that sounds sad. I don't think that they need to be molded into Rue Girls. I think they should just let them be 
their drag. Be their drag. It's when they try and contort the queens into something that they're not that I actually dislike drag race. I like to see people, I like to see them grow and push the queens, but I don't like when they're like, well, you know, Dusty Ray Bottoms, we appreciate that your signature thing is dots, but stop doing dots. Like, I don't think that's fair because that's her drag, that's what she does. It's like if they told Mick to stop doing the white face that Mick really loves to do. You just have to be able to show range, but like, don't force them out of who they are. Well, I, I'm just thinking that, especially for this season of Drag Race UK, uh, the winner will be flown to California to start a new career in California yes. sort of thing, right? So, I am fully expecting a like Scots and Scots show like i think that lawrence should have like rose and ellie on it and it'd just be like people talking nonsensically in a scottish brogue and never be able to understand a single word they're saying <laughs> speak the scots speak the scots. speaking with scots speaking about rose though i uh, she's been i'm bumping into videos all online of her doing mary queen of scots Yes, she filmed a video after Drag Race of her doing Mary Queen of Scots uh, in downtown New York, uh, and it was a riot. With uh, a few appearances that. from Jan, I believe. Yes, she. Uh, I guess they're drag sisters or something. Um, she has. A well, they're they're Jan. members of the same singing group, Stephanie's Child. So it's Rose, Jan, and Laguna Blue, also known as. Pink Jan, Blue Jan, and Jan. Uh, but also did a video with, um, oh, what's his name? The Just Fans, Matthew Camp. Sure. You missed that, did you? It's on YouTube. Well, no, so no, I saw YouTube. him and I registered him, but I didn't know what he was from. Oh, okay. Is he what? Anyways, anyways, Matthew Camp. He's an attractive man in a video. <laughs> There's a lot of those on Pornhub. <laughs> Just for fans, dear. <laughs> so, do we have any events coming up, Tiffany? Just the other one than, we already talked about. Yes, other than Boa, Boa is coming to Boa. Kingston, April twenty fourth. April twenty fourth. And of course, you can still get reservations to the next Wednesday with Rowena Way at Spearhead Brewery on April 21st. We will be doing, unless COVID makes me change it, lip sync battles where you will get the chance to lip sync to a song of your choice against me. And if you beat me, you'll win a prize. All right, careful. Don't let Mimiosa know about that. <laughs> I mean, she'll choose Mariah Carey, and I don't well, know I a single word to a Mariah Carey song. I tease because that's how she started off in life. Oh, she was born usurping a throne? <laughs> yes, she was. Yes, she was. After a few drinks, she got up and she's like, I can do this better than this drag queen. <laughs> well, perfect. Mimi, come to my show, make a reservation. And uh, lip sync against me. We'll see how it goes. 
Oh, there we go. The throwdown. The throwdown. Um, otherwise, if you enjoy What's the Maple Tea, you can now follow us and subscribe to us on so many podcast platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn. You can also watch us every Friday at 7 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Tiffany's house through the window. <laughs> Stop. Go away. Go away. <laughs> you can catch us on these platforms. If you don't catch us live, the videos are still there as well on our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page because as soon as we get 100 subscribers, we can probably change the URL to like the maple tea. But if you that want is very to important. If you want to find links to all these platforms, there is one simple website where you can listen to our podcast. It is themapletea.ca. Themapletea.ca. The easiest access is always the best access. <laughs> exactly. You can exactly. also follow us on social media. Sure, you can find us on Facebook as well. So facebook.com slash the maple tea the maple tea and then of course you can follow me on twitter instagram facebook uh rowena way and you can follow tiffany on all the same exactly exactly and if you only have photos of like plants animals babies or something like that i may not click the approve so just message me <laughs> have some nudity and tiffany will follow you well, you know, yeah, exactly. Be a, <laughs> have some nudity and I'll follow you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we will see you next week for What's the Maple Tea? Maple Tea. I am Miss Tiffany Morgan. And I am Rowena Way, painted as Mick. <laughs> I'm painted as Candy Muse. I have a good I night and watch something. Drag Race. Yes, watch Drag Race. We'll see you later. Bye-bye, sweet peas. Bye.